Hello, welcome to Thanks for Asking. This is the podcast where we try to make sense of some of the ridiculous questions we ask ourselves and others daily. If it's your first time here, my name is Doris and I'm the host of this podcast. So listen on because it's about to get really, really late. (laughs) Enjoy the show. Today on the podcast, I want to just muse a bit about... Um, like say facing your fears or just really experiencing things for yourself and not really going by what people say something is <laughs> um, so it may sound like a very deep topic it's not it's just me talking about my move to Lagos and you know the expectation versus reality and you know my experience so far so it's just to really let's say demystify some of those myths we've, we know about Lagos or just you just hear my experience it might be beneficial to somebody that's trying to make that move from a place of comfort, a city they grew up in, to the big city or scary city. I mean, you could be going from a small city in the US to New York or something, and you know, there's always that fear um, because you a lot of people have experiences that they share all the time. So this is a way for me to just, you know, say my own experience and see if it's beneficial to anybody. So I'm a born and brought up Abuja girl. Um, I moved to Abuja. My family moved to Abuja when I was still maybe one or two years old. I don't even know. So I practically only know the city, Abuja. That's the capital of Nigeria. You know, that has been my only experience or the only place I'd lived in in Nigeria prior to now. So I had my nursery school there, primary school, secondary school, university. I went off to Federal University of Technology, MENA, um, to study engineering for five years or six years. Then I moved back to Abuja again, and I was in Abuja all the way till when I went to do my postgrad degree, after which I moved to Lagos. So yes, I'm a born and brought up Abuja girl, and it's a very lovely city. I always used to believe that I couldn't live in anywhere else in Nigeria. You know, sometimes I would ask myself, where can I even manage? It was just nowhere else was I could even appeal to me because it was like, Abuja is just safe, it's beautiful, all my friends are there, you have nice roads, you know, it's just very serene. So, yeah, it's a lovely city and I've always, always been the pro-Abuja, like, oh God, Abuja is the best place, that kind of thing. Um, But, you know, life happens. You know, life happens to you real quick, quicker than you can ever anticipate or expect. So, somehow I found myself here in this dreaded city. I call it dreaded because for people that live in Abuja, even till now, I get this question all the time. How are you coping? Oh my God, why, why, why? The question is always, why would you leave Abuja to Lagos? I get that question all the time. And I'm like, is it that people do not see that the number of people that are moving from Abuja to Lagos is on the rise I moved to to Lagos, and most of my friends here are people that have moved from Abuja to Lagos for work, for different reasons. So if you live in Abuja and you still have that mindset of, oh, nobody can leave Abuja to come to Lagos, dude, wake up and smell the coffee. A lot of people are making that move. The same way people are moving from, from Lagos back to Abuja, that's not an issue, but I'm just saying that that narrative that, oh my God, nobody wants to leave Abuja, that's so false because a lot of people are leaving, have left, and hey... I'm a testimony to that. Um, but, you know, I mentioned, I was talking about experiencing things for yourself. You know, that thing of going there yourself to hear from the horse's mouth. Do not take the feedback of people. So sometimes in Abuja, for instance, uh, you'll be on the express way. Um, you're going to work. You see people just turning, turning back. Why are you guys turning back? No idea. 
Is there accident? Are there thieves on the road? Not if people are just turning back. And you see other people, this the slightest when they just see somebody turning back, they just start to turn back as well. It just cause a lot of chaos on the road. No reason. There is no rationale. You cannot even you know say maybe a car broke down or maybe there is. And most of the time, because I never turn back, I always continue. I be like, yeah, whatever it is, if there's traffic, if there's anything, I'll find out for myself. So when I go further, I'll see that. Most times, it's taxi people that are running back because there's VIO on the road or there's road safety and they don't want them to catch them. So they start turning back. Then you that you're on your way to work, that you have you have all your papers complete, your life is good. You just start turning back and start going, <laughs> running helter-skelter because you're following somebody else's um, um, actions without, without any basis. So that thing, like I said, stuck to my head. I always make sure that I get to the logical conclusion by myself to see see for myself before I make any kind of judgment you know anyway it's always important to experience things for yourself because if you take it from somebody else's pov they have a lot of biases they have a lot of you know there are so many reasons nothing is really black and white really so sometimes it's better to experience things for yourself which brings me to my moving to lagos i had this huge fear for lagos because the experience of what you hear on TV or what you see in the movies is just a lot of hustle and bustle and stress. So the city never sleeps. You know, people are mugged in the, in the buses. They snatch your phone. They snatch almost shy your eye. Oh, this now Lagos you day and Lagos you day. So I had that fear. I summoned up the courage and I moved to Lagos last year. And it's really been good. I like it here. That's... <laughs> I don't know if these words are rolling out of my mouth because if you ask Doris of three years ago, these words would never have come out of her mouth. But I like it here. And that's just me being honest. You know, there are a lot of pros to living in Lagos. But I should, you know, this I think is a good point for me to sort of make a disclaimer to say that my Lagos experience is just a young woman living in Lekki, working in Ikoyi, right? That's my scenario. So it's very different, I'm sure, from people that have other, maybe it's people that live in other parts of the city, people that work in other parts of the city, all of that. So I'm just, you know, giving this disclaimer that so listen to this with the mindset of this is someone that lives in Lekki and works in Nikoi. So one thing I noticed about Lagos, one of the things I like about Lagos is that people are switched on. People are so switched on. What I mean is, the most random person, let's say you run into somebody or you maybe at the ATM queue and maybe something, and you, let's say you strike up a conversation, their head is there. Like, there is no, I won't say there are no dumb people. I'm sure there are. I have not met any person that is just dumb, you know, like someone that you cannot have a conversation with that, they are, you know, that their head is working. So in my own small um, bubble, that I've lived in since I moved in Lagos to Lagos here. Most people that I've met, I really just switched on. You mean just like your, your neighbor, you just have a chat with them and you see that their views on life is just great. They they just have you have quite exposed, that's the word to use, you know. They've sort of maybe they are more well traveled or they have, you know, they because it's a metropolitan city, it's a city where you really work hard for yourself, nothing is really handed to you. So people they do a lot of research, they they learn about everything because you don't know where your breakthrough will come from. So yeah, everyone is quite switched on and I like that a lot about the people here. You know, 
I currently live in an estate where we have a WhatsApp group, and there are a lot of you know it's the demographics varied. So I mean, from very young to very old, people that own their own houses. I mean, parents or landlords and tenants, everyone. But that WhatsApp group, whenever they they bring bring up a topic or they're talking about anything, I'm always like, wow. <laughs> if my estate in Abuja had a WhatsApp group, hmm, the discussions would be so different from what these people are talking here. You know, one particular scenario was when somebody came there with that same mindset of, oh, this is another place where we come and talk down people. I was complaining about some girls that he said lived in the estate that were, um, he for lack of a better word, he was calling them prostitutes and why we need to really curb this because um, wherever they are prostitutes, they are thieves. So we need to make sure that we send these girls out of the estate and all of that. And, dude, I've never said a word on this WhatsApp group, just by the way. I just read. Um, and the views or the, the comments or what I was listening from people, women, I mean, women that have grown daughters, men, everyone just, everybody shut him down. Like, what do you mean? Excuse me. I did not think, I didn't they pay for the house? You know, who, what gives you the right to say that we should send them out of the house? You know, everyone was just talking and saying, they, they, they're not hurting anybody. But the same way I cannot come and tell you the visitors to come to your house, that's the same way I cannot go to somebody else that has paid rent, that has a tenancy agreement with their landlord to say to them, you're moving out because of what you do. So it was quite interesting for me to see that people stuck up for them and said, do not come here and try to make anybody feel like, don't get off your moral high horse. It's nobody's business what your morality says. Are they breaking any law? No. So for that reason, shut up. So I really, really appreciated that. That's just one example of how people just, you know, they are quite switched on. They are unlearning all of those prejudices that we grew up with or that kind of worldview of, oh my God, this person is bad, I'm good. Doesn't matter, you know. Um, something else I like about living here is that nobody really cares what you're up to, which is like a segue from the previous um, example I've mentioned. Nobody really cares. You know, as far as you have, a, you, you go out every day, you come back every day. People go out, face different parts of the city. Some people go by water, some people go by road, some people go by train. Whatever it is, it's your hustle. Go for your hustle, come back, and you're fine. You know, I, find, I say this because, you know, growing up where I grew up in Abuja, you know, people really care what you're up to, you know. Um, so that's, well, I guess with anything that has a kind of community feel, that's one of the downsides of that but here because in my experience i don't there's not such a strong sense of community it's just more a strong sense of you know mutual respect for each other do your thing i do my thing so people don't really care what you're up to you know i've lived here during the lockdown didn't talk to my neighbors for yonks like i have a we have we just here we have a whatsapp group within my compound of just four tenants and that's all we're using communicating hi guys please do this do that End of the story. Nobody has ever said, please, can we do a meeting together and meet in one person's house? No, no need for that. You know, we're friendly. We run into each other. How's it going? How's work? Oh, that's it. End of, you know. But the downside of that is sometimes you hear a story of somebody died in their apartment and nobody even went to check on them, all of that. So there's nothing, nothing is actually ever you know, good. Um, there's always pros and cons to everything. I think the con of that is that you could be in a lot of distress and nobody would even know. Nobody would even come check on you. So that's not, nobody wants that, right? You want to know that people also care. People will be there for me if, if I need help and all of that. But like I said, my experience here is just me as a renter with fellow renters in the building and living. 
I'm sure in people people that grew up here that still live with their parents or still live in those communities, maybe Festac or wherever, they still have that strong, strong sense of community. They still have people that will come check up on them. That's great. Um, in fact, during Salah, the particular Salah I spent here last year, the big Salah, like the one that's coming up, I did not even get one single Salah meat, which was so odd because in Abuja, oh God, you eat salamis even in Mina, where it's good, because these are all northern cities with a lot of Muslims. There's always a lot of meat. Are you joking? There are salad parties. You go around like, hey. So it was so strange. It was very strange to me that I was like, this whole salad. I haven't even eaten one ram. Like, you know. But luckily for me, a friend of mine <laughs> went to his father's house because his father was a Muslim, got some of the ram meat and brought back. He said, Doris, I know this culture shock will be too much for you if you don't eat ram on salad day. So that's how I was able to eat ram. With the salad that is coming up now, I need to start strategizing to know where I'm going to get my, my ram fix because last year was, you know, it was dry. So <laughs> that's a downside. There's also the flooding. Oh my God. They always say to you that when you're looking for a house in Lagos, look for a house during the rainy season, ask people, kini, kini, all of that advice. I took them, guys. I listened to this advice, oh. In fact, when I was looking for a house, the two major things that were top of my mind were distance from my office and flooding. With distance from my office, it was very simple. All I did was I just put the, my office address on the map <laughs> and put it on Google Maps. As we well, going with the agents to see houses, I'm just checking how many minutes from here to that place, how many minutes from here, till I found a place that was about 15 minutes from, from where I currently live to my office without any kind of traffic. When there's traffic at the bridge, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, that is amazing for Lagos and I love it. So I solved the traffic problem. Second thing was flooding. I did my house hunt in January, but everybody I was asking, I came around here, my neighbors, I spoke to them extensively. They said there is no flooding, no flooding, no flooding. So, and throughout last year, all the way to just about a month ago, there wasn't any flooding where I lived. But Lagos is just, anything can happen, you know, like blink and you miss it. That's it. Somehow somebody built a channel over, somebody sand filled the channel that takes the water, drains the water away from my estate. And now we have a flooding problem. So I now live in an oceanfront property because <laughs> the ocean has come to me. Uh, I have to drive through water every day, but that's very bad because I've never experienced flooding. Like every day I say, what is this? Was stuck inside. I only go out when I need to go out because it can damage my car. The other day I had a date. I was driving there. My car started smoking. I turned back and came home and I said to the guy, deuces, deuces, <laughs> Lagos happened. Not my fault. Anyway, so that's, that's no, that's not great. Nobody likes that. Um, what else? So I'm talking about the pros, what I like about Lagos. I'm going to come to the cons. I think I'm doing a mix of both of them, but anyway. Um, housing, I think housing, I never paid rent in Abuja. I lived in my mother's, my father's house all my life. Like I've never had to pay rent. So this rent I'm paying in Lagos now is like drawing blood out of my body, but it has to be done. That's what adulthood is here. And I don't mind the rent itself where I live for where I live and what I pay. It's great. It's a, it's a steal really for me. I don't think, I think houses are still a lot more expensive in Abuja than they are here. Um, what I pay is not bad. In other cities in, in the country, even within Lagos here, I mean, people say to you, move to the mainland, you'll get this for, you know, 30% the cost of what you're paying here. True, um, but there are always trade-offs. For me, I wanted to stay close to the office. I wanted to stay 
I guess like like I made the choice based on what I saw, the options that were before me, and yeah, it wasn't too much to pay. Um, but something I would say, the downside of that is that with Lagos, especially in Lekki, once you pay your rent, don't think that's where it ends. Oh. Pay rent, pay agency, what are the other things they ask us to pay? Security, all of those things are all nice and dandy. You think I've finished. There is monthly running costs, right? Things like water treatment. If you have a house that you have to treat your water yourself, of which everybody has to treat their water in Lekki because the water is shite. <laughs> the water is bad huh. you know the water that comes out of the ground is not great you know i had a very bad experience when i moved here i wasn't told that you don't use the water out of the tap to wash your face or whatever you can use it for your laundry or stuff but you can't use it to cook you can't use it to to do any kind of maybe um, maybe intimate care because the water is the ph level is really high actually after it has been treated i wasn't informed so I came here and I was using the water to bathe. And in one month, I became leopard man. My skin was busted. I had spots everywhere. I had a lot of breakouts and everything. And it's taken me a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of patience to get it to a place where I can now say, maybe I'm getting to how it was before I moved to Lagos. So this is my advice to anyone that's trying to make the move to Lagos and live on the island. Dude, ask about the water where you live. Make sure... Be sure that you can use it to wash your face, especially because the skin on our face is more tender, much more tender than the rest of our body. So that is always a cost. There's always one thing or the other that come up, comes up all the time. Please pay for this, pay for that. So there's a lot of running costs associated besides the rent you've paid. So, you know, take note of that. Um, there's also, in terms of the experience, you know, enjoying Lagos, there's so much to enjoy, you know. My move to Lagos was when I started appreciating the fact that it's nice to have a beach just five minutes from where you live. Like I live five minutes from from the beach, from the beaches, right? So I always just go there. It's very close. Um, before now, before moving here, I only go to the beaches when I travel abroad. So it's uh, you know you go to travel to UK, travel to Dubai, travel to all these nice countries that have a lot of water. But hey, right here in Lagos, five minutes from five minutes away from my house, I have. You know, I have beaches, I have um, a lot of water sports, a lot of things to experience, you know, because that's, for me, that was just very, very new. Um, so there's also places you can travel to, day trips. People take day trips to nearby cities. I mean, Olumo Rock, Oshun State, the, the Oshun Oshobo Grove. Yeah, so Lagos is a coastal state, right? So there's a, obviously a lot, a lot to enjoy along the coast, but it's also things that you can enjoy inland. So if you left the city itself um, and went to neighboring states, you have a lot more to enjoy. You can go to Badagri. Thank you. Mental notes to myself. I need to do the Badagri day trip so I can go and see the slave routes and the slave museum and all of that because that's my gig. I love those kind of things. Um, there's also Kotonou is just very close by. People take those day trips not day trip, maybe like a weekend getaway to Kotonou, you get on a bus, just cross the border, go there, Togo, you know, Ghana is 45 minutes away by my flight, shortest flight ever. So there's a lot more to, you know, enjoy experience, lovely experiences you can have here. There are concerts, there are um, shows, there are, you know, events. And this is the commercial capital of the country. I mean, you say even when Nigeria goes into a recession, Lagos doesn't go into recession because this con this place is driven by the private sector. It's driven by capitalism. It's such a capitalistic place. So 
wherever there's capitalism, you know, there's always um, there's always avenues for people to, to people bring up a lot of business ideas because you know there's a lot of money in the system and that's something that you know it gives for a lot of experiences i am not one who's all, all about the or what's what's outside my house i don't go to a lot of those things but I, i'm glad to know that those options exist and sometimes i take them you know yeah so i like i like that and employment opportunities are very very you know they're yeah, much more here. So all the industries, every single industry you want to think of is in Lagos. Everything. Abuja, we we know Abuja with government and a lot of parastatals and all of those. Yeah, that's made just a major employer of um, human capital in Abuja. But here, they also have people that work in the government. Yeah, but then you have all the other industries. Oil and gas, I mean, power. Um, I mean, manufacturing is here. Um, you know, finance, all the headquarters of all the banks, all the big the big four, all the uh, consultancy firms, all the big legal firms, everything, they're all here, or the headquarters of everything, most of them are in Lagos here. People that also work in development, they also have a lot of development opportunities. Non-governmental organizations or you know funding organizations that support a lot of social and economic and as well as gov- governance um, projects in Nigeria, they also have them in Lagos here. So for that reason, it's a lot of opportunities for employment that's why people come here like i said since i moved here i have a lot of friends that have moved to lagos and they got said to me there is i'm in lagos now my company either posted me here or i got a better job here or whatever i'm like wow you know people are moving here facts 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 <laughs> yeah so that's a pro that's something i like about here uh, what are the cons? We all know Lagos with traffic, right? Traffic, traffic, traffic. So sometimes that can also be managed if you find if you found a place closer to where you work. As, I mean, if you rent a house that's close to where you work. Trade-off is you pay more, um, hidden costs and all of that. Like Lekki is very expensive to live in. The cost of living here is high. This is my experience. I mean, and I've, I've had this chat with a couple of friends of ours that moved here as well, just... You know, last month I was chatting with Mavi and we said the same thing. So go do your nails in the salon. They're telling you, you book appointments and first pay 5,000 euro just to secure your appointment. Then you do the nails, do the, just manicure, pedicure. You're talking 25K, 30K. My God, my biggest shocker, my friend wanted to go and cut her hair. Like she wants to do this, um, Anita Baker, you know, this hairstyle, Halle Berry's hairstyle where the back is shorter and then the front. 27,000 naira to do that. I asked her, are they cutting off your head from your neck, dropping it on a mannequin, doing the hairstyle, then replacing your head on your neck? Because I don't understand why you pay 27000 naira for someone to just use their skill. Cut off your... I mean... God, I'm losing my cool. I'm losing my cool. These people are not adding any attachment to the hair. They are cutting off the God-given hair you brought there. Your crown of glory. <laughs> They're supposed to even pay you to thank you for trusting, trust. Thank you for trusting us with with your hair, and you're making me pay you twenty seven thousand naira to do that. So Lagos, the prices are ridiculous. Like where I wash my car, two thousand naira without washing the engine. I mean, in Abuja, this is five hundred naira. I don't know if it has changed. So I'm paying seventy five percent more to wash my car here, just at the gate of my estate, because it's an SUV. For Christ's sakes, Abuja, who asks you whether it's SUV or no SUV? They just wash your car and you're gone on your way. If you want to wash your engine, you add 500, 1,000 naira. If it's a fancy place, one five. If it's two kidney wax and whatever, then you start paying more. 
my god lagos everything is thousand 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 every time i go to a banner supermarket or somewhere close by to buy something when i come back i'm like oh god what is this nothing nothing is in the hundreds <laughs> except maybe when you're buying groundnut in traffic everything is in a thousand so so yeah it's quite it's more expensive to live on the island here i know that there are a lot of more affordable options on the mainland I try to do it because I'm not someone that is wasteful, but I'm not someone also that trades that trades off my convenience just because I want to save a few bucks. I don't do it. So one time I went to the colleague of mine, we went to a one market in the mainland and I did my shopping for that month. The thing we were, I mean, I was able to use those things for like two months, but at the end of the day, I asked myself, oh, what did I gain? Can I justify it to myself that the time i spent to live here spend how many hours in traffic to go down there and then all i saved was maybe from that whole shopping trip was five thousand naira cumulatively i don't think it's worth it you get so for that reason i just you know i trade i consider my convenience much more important of which there are even a lot of markets there's only market there's itedo market there's no far from where i live so I can actually still buy from the local market. Maybe it's just a little more expensive, but I don't think I don't. I cannot start driving all the way down to somewhere because oh, it's so much cheaper. I said I'm buying things I want to sell. I'm not buying to sell. I'm just buying to use. Um, something else, Lagos. There's a lot of faking it till you make it. Oh Lord, man, this city, this city, this fake it till you make it thing. Yeah, <laughs> my friends and I and my sisters we always laugh about how everybody is CEO. In Nigeria, not in Lagos alone, in Nigeria, everybody wants to be called CEO of something, 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 founder of that, 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 that. So everybody has a business card here because of, there's a lot of side hustles. So for that reason, sometimes when you meet people, you, you want to really be sure that they are saying they are who they say they are because a lot of everybody is something here. Everyone wants to act like they're something. Think about it. Like I just started doing a podcast in two months. I'm calling myself a podcaster. You know, it sounds like I've been doing it for years. That's the way. That's the way of the beast <laughs> in Lagos. So that fake it till you make it is really really bad. You know, somebody will say to themselves on their birthday, "We're wishing our CEO a happy birthday, dude." We know it's you. Which CEO? Who is typing this for you? Are you mad? We know that you're the one that typed it. You know, so stop lying. So people lie. People big up themselves. You know, today I met somebody. <laughs> I actually was crossing the road because I packed to buy something and I was walk crossing the road to get back into my car. This guy is riding shotgun. I can't remember the last time I, somebody that was riding shotgun tried to talk to me. I've not experienced that in a long time. So this guy riding shotgun starts trying to talk to me. I'm trying to cross the road. I was like, hey, can we drop you off? I'm like, yo. I crossed, went to my car. These people went to do a U-turn. They came and they parked by my side. They said, like, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I had already... I was already indicating to get out. So I drove a bit. I was like, oh, yeah. Let me just reward their efforts. At least they went to do a, a full U-turn. So I parked and I was like, yeah, what's up? How may I help you? He's like, let's talk about so what are you doing? He said, now I need to remember it. He said, I work in, I'm a financial accountant, forensic auditor. <laughs> I'm a freelance financial accountant, forensic forensic auditor. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. <laughs> Nadim, forensic auditor. Nekwagi. 
I'm sorry, I'm speaking Igbo. Nkwagi means see you. But I was just, I was like, you run a forensic audit firm on your own, or what exactly, what are you trying to say? I just say it's all these Lagos people. Everybody just says, I'm a founder, I'm a this, I'm a that. So you just, why can't you just stay at the job you're working at? Because say I left, he said, I was working in a corporate firm, but I wasn't making a lot of money, so now I left. So I was like, are you sure you're not doing accounts and financial audit of, forensic audit of all Yahoo boys? <laughs> because even people also say that mechanics do not allow us to know who is a mad person, which means that, you know how mechanics are, they always have all this, they, are, they wear the blue coveralls with stains and everything. So when you see them walking on the street, you can think they are mad, but they actually just, that's their... They are gab, that's what they wear to do their job. So, even people always say that, you know, because of how they are, you won't know which who is mad and who is not mad because of how mechanics are. That's the same thing with this um, Lagos people and everybody coming to be um, CEO this, I do this, I run this firm, I run that firm. Because Yahoo boys are everywhere. They are also all CEOs. They are also all, you know, they have all these fancy name companies. How will you know who is who when everybody is, you know? So, I always take it with a very large pinch of salt you know when you dip your hand inside the salt container yeah that's how i take everybody's any any job description i hear or any kind of introduction because i'm like ah i see it when i believe i know i believe it when i see it <laughs> no as if i go snooping or whatever i really don't care but yeah i really a lot of scam people are not really who they are most times here so and it's not just here even with abuja as well oh my god do we want to do one separate episode on all those? I just came from somewhere to Abuja and they start making up stupid stories. I'm a contractor. I'm a government contractor. So we have those kind of people everywhere. But here, I think there are more because actually legit people also run their businesses them- themselves. Legit people also, you know, have all these kind of you know Instagram businesses or whatever. They make a lot of money from them. So for that reason, you know, even the charlatans also would, you know, masquerade as legit. And that's something to be conscious of okay yeah but i guess the whole point of this this whole um episode will just talk about that sometimes that fear we have oh my god lagos oh god when i enter inside lagos you know from the very first day someone will pull pull my my neck chain and steal my chain someone will steal my phone that has not been my experience guys it's actually very beautiful here. It's a lovely place to live in. If you find somewhere nice, find a nice accommodation, not too far from where you work, um, and just have an open mind, you will see that there's so much more to experience. Something I haven't really gotten right here is friendships. I don't have much. I don't have... Uh, I have very few friends here. In fact, most of the friends I have here are people that have, moved, that have known from Abuja that have moved here. So I haven't made any friends here. I haven't built a community here in Lagos, and that's something I need to work on. Hopefully, I will do that. Um, but... Everything else is not as bad as it seems. So guys, this question I keep getting, how are you coping? I am doing great. It just makes you grow up. So that's just my own take though, because I'm not someone that will lie. I'm not someone that would just like to stick to a narrative just for the sake of sticking to a narrative. Because some people will be like, oh, because of the fact that I've been pro Abuja for so long, I should continue that, keep that energy. I'm not going to keep that energy. There is nothing wrong with changing your position when you have better information. I keep saying it. And I have better information now. I've experienced it for myself. I've seen it for my own self. And I can tell you that it is not bad here. It's okay. It's even maybe better for me than, you know, that whole safety net that I was living in in Abuja. I'm exploring a lot more things. Like, I'm doing this podcast now. I'm thinking about setting up my own brand. In fact, I'm working on that. I love my job. I 
you know, in this one year of living in Lagos, I have gone to work on water. There's a particular time I used to go spend two hours on the water every day to and fro to go to work because um, I was working in a remote power plant. Yeah. So yeah, that experience is not something I would trade. I would trade for anything else because who would, if anybody had told me that I would get every day I wake up in the morning, I'll wear a life jacket pack my car somewhere, get on a boat to go to work and come back. Yo, and I'm someone that loves adventure. So this adventure, Lagos has sort of just opened me to a lot of adventure. Ah, God, I love it because you never know what you're going to enjoy without trying. They always say, don't knock it till you try it. And that's been my experience here. I've been knocking it without even trying it. And now when I hear people that say they can't live anywhere else, I believe them because maybe, well, that's also not a good view because that was my previous view in Abuja. So yeah, even if you live in Lagos all your life, maybe you would actually enjoy Abuja more because the, you cannot boast with suffering. So if you are stuck in traffic for you know four hours, you wake up at 4 a.m. to be able to get to work at 8 a.m. and you say, I cannot live anywhere else, man, I don't have any sympathy for you because why would you be bragging with suffering? That makes no sense. You know, you should be able to have a good night's sleep, wake up, go to work and come back when this, when the day is still bright so yeah i'm just saying no one is good don't say oh i will never leave lagos if you have a stressful life here you should actually look for somewhere that's less stressful but if you have such a comfortable life somewhere else and you're afraid of the stress here you may not have a stressful life here so why don't you why don't you just make that move that's my advice really Well, I mean, Abuja is home. It will always be home to me. Every time I get a chance to, you know, go to Abuja, I always grab it because, I mean, family is there, my friends are there, all my favorite places, my restaurants, the food in Abuja is nicer. Sue me, that's what I think. The restaurants there, the food. <laughs> We're going to have a, a podcast episode on Lagos restaurants and I'll just bear my mind. But let me tell you what I don't miss about Abuja. <laughs> It's the number of checkpoints and VIO and road safety and all those people on the streets. I mean, from one traffic light to the next, sometimes it will say to you, you have like three or four stops where you're talking to different policemen. And you all know that if you don't have your car papers, VIO people all the time on every single part of the city, they are lurking. I don't even like the fact that they're always lurking, like they hide so that you don't see them and then they catch you and check your papers. I've had a lot of run-ins with those people. Here, since I moved to Lagos, I'm not proud to say this, but <laughs> my car papers expired since September 2020. Well, well, I mean, it's almost a year. Nobody has pulled me to the side of the road to check what papers I have and all of that. And please know that I have a valid driver's license. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about those other papers that they check, like certificate of roadworthiness, uh, something license, all of that crap. <laughs> I probably should get those sorted out now that I've said this on this podcast because you know how the universe works and I did not knock on wood so I'm knocking on wood <laughs> I'm knocking on wood now but I'll get it sorted out because I just don't want to be harassed at all but I'm just saying there's less harassment from all this not the police because I also haven't had any run with the police here I just live my life JJ I don't see VIO on the streets I don't see people there are last month officials but if you do not break the law if you have your seatbelt on if you're not talking on your phone they probably will not harass you especially on the island I know it's quite different on the mainland so I've heard but here those the fact that I don't have people stopping me every moment to check my car papers whoa it's bliss I love it <laughs> so I hope that with this episode I've been able to sort of you know assuage your fears i know you care about me i know you're worried haha <laughs> maybe you're not worried just nosy whatever it is 
I'm great. I'm doing all right. It's not. It's not the best. You know. I mean, there are challenges like with any other city you live in, but it's not also Hades. I'm not. You know, suffering. So, I th- just want for us to stop asking that question all the time. Like, oh, how are you coping? Oh my God, living in Lagos. There's nothing wrong with living here. It's amazing. It's great. Just have money. That's all. Just have money. Lagos, you know, if you're ready to make the trade-offs, I know I'm going to spend more money. I'm going to spend more time in traffic. I'm going to something, but it's not bad. It's all right. Yeah. So thanks a lot guys for listening. This is, (laughs) this has been a very, very, um, expository or I know this episode is going to bring back a lot of, you know, like feedback when people say, no, that's not right. Oh, you didn't say this right. You didn't say that. I welcome all kinds of feedback. You know, I actually live for it. I love to hear it. So please, if you have any sort of dissenting opinion, if you have a different view, kindly send an email to us. You know, Nigerians, why don't we send emails? Oh God. See, yeah. Someone said to me that Doris, you have first world. How did he say? He said you have first world problems or something. I don't know. I I feel like I'm the only one that is <laughs> like everyone is in on something and I'm not in on. Because why don't we send emails? I send emails a lot. So if if I go to a website and it's a contact us, phone number, WhatsApp, Kinikini, I pick the email and I send them an email. Am I a unicorn? Because it seems to me that people just don't, when you say, please send us an email, they're like, huh, what are you talking about? Yes. It's not only for when you go to the office, you send emails. You can send emails to your fellow human beings as well. <laughs> yeah, that totally came off as if I was saying that your colleagues at work or work emails are not to fellow human beings. That's not what I mean. I mean, you can send emails to your friends, to your acquaintances, to any, you can send emails outside of work settings, you know, it's just a form of communication and it's great, you know, (laughs) yeah. Please send us emails. That's one option. Second thing, you can always send a DM on Instagram. Please remember that you can leave a review, leave a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, because at least they have like a, a way for you to do that. Um, just as a reminder, the email address is the TFA podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. So until next time, bye.